This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Okay, so if you guys are like me, uh, I've been quarantine cleaning. I've been cleaning my house since we're kind of been forced inside. I want to make sure it's a clean place for my family to dwell. Um, but Holly also did some cleaning as well and found something that she'd been missing for quite some time. Have you found anything uh, while you've been cleaning your house? Or what are you doing to kind of ride this this wave out. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk one Oh seven one streaming live at my talk one Oh seven one.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Hi. And you can join the conversation at six, five, one, six, four, one, one Oh seven one. But Holly Roberts, something bizarre happened while, uh, you were at home this weekend. What yeah. happened? It goes back a long ways, doesn't it? Let's go back to around Thanksgiving. Shall we? My phone went missing. I remember. This was a rough morning. It sucked. It was a bad Well, then morning. you never found it. I never found it. Like, I mean, you, you were without it, it for like two days, and we would check with you. You had to like retrace your steps. I tried. Yeah. I really tried. I searched my house for days, and then finally I gave up and went to the store and got a new phone and just let it go. Well, you guys, I was walking out to my car yesterday. Opened up the trunk, loading it up. And then I look down and underneath the pile of dead leaves and old Taco Bell packets people had thrown on the road sometime this winter, there was something pink. And I was like, oh. There's my phone. Whoa! You found your phone. Now here's the big question. Does it work? (laughs) No. It doesn't. Uh, and it's like smashed to bits, right? It smashed many like cars. Been, I was just going to say, it's probably been run over a few times. Just a few times. So, and it was where I always parked my car. Oh my gosh. So my phone fell out of my pocket. Oh, and, I see. And somehow, some way, we didn't find it when we were scraping through the piles of snow in November. Oh my gosh. But there it was. That's happened to me before, but I think with my wallet and what happened, what had happened was what something very happened? similar is... I was getting out of my car. It fell into the, you know, the little um, space that you, well, not every car has it, but like in the door, sometimes you have that little Mm -hmm. like area, um, storage area, and it fell into the storage area and it, I like ransacked my house. And then sure enough, the next day I got in my car and just put my hand down there and was like, oh, there she was. There Mm -hmm. it is. There it is. This happened to me the other day. I was walking out of my, uh, or I, I later, I, so I was at church. It was last Wednesday. I was at church and I flipped open my AirPods because I have the noise canceling AirPods and they are like a dream. And I wanted somebody to, to try them to see how they 
actually cancel the noise out. And I opened up my little case and one of them was missing. And I, st- I like had a minor panic attack. Where is that thing? And then I walked out to my car and it was just sitting right next to my car on the ground. Yeah, mm. there it is. I'm just saying lost and found. It's a real thing. And I bet as a lot of people are starting to dig through their homes, you <laughs> might be. I'm sorry. It's been kind of bonkers. Carcasses of uh, things they used to love. So I have this thing where I feel Probably like carcasses, carcasses of things they used to love. I just meant metaphorically. Well, we lost a hamster one time. Okay. Oh, we never know Holly. what happened to the hamster. Of course, Holly's going to take it over. I'm just oh saying that like, your statement could actually be true, Bradley. We lo- Rest in peace, Twinkle Toes, back Twinkle in 1980. Oh, no. We'll never know whatever happened to Twinkle Tales. I feel like that's like a song or a book you could write. Also, whatever coming up in the Twinkle third Tales. hour, hey, have you found any dead pet carcasses okay, in your home? not doing that <laughs> at all on this show. But honestly, I used to have this uh, strategy, a cleaning strategy, where, and it used to, like, it makes my mom have hives because she thinks, like, she's like, you have thrown away who knows what kind of important stuff you've thrown in the garbage. If I if something is in a box and I haven't opened that box for three years, that whole box is getting thrown away. Yeah, that's smart. In its entirety. I'm not going to rifle through it because you know what happens the second you open something up, you become emotionally invested in it again and then you want to keep it and it's nonsense. So that's my cleaning strategy and I've been kind of working through that during this uh, weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and it uh, looks like uh, for the foreseeable future, I'll be working through those things that I haven't seen in um, three years or more. Do you hear that? What am I hearing? Wait, listen. Oh, is there talking happening? It's a phone. There's a phone ringing in here. Oh, really? Like an actual <laughs> phone, like an oh, old phone. Oh, there it is. Phone. I hear it. Yeah. Hold here, on, everybody. Gonna... Quiet. <laughs> Do I pick it Hello? up? The call is coming from I don't from know. Outside Are you... the house. I mean, you can. Oh, it stopped. Oh, darn it. <laughs> It's like, that, hello, this is the past calling or the future calling. That is so funny. Now people actually set up their ringtones to sound like that. Yeah, no, that is crazy. <laughs> we have literally a phone from the 1800s in the studio, which, by the way, can we just uh, recap oh, for yeah, we should yeah. do this. listeners who have no clue what we're talking about? So we are practicing our social distancing here at the radio station at My Talk 1071. Uh, and because I think people have been concerned. Well, first of all, is this a live show? Yes, it is a live show. We are actually here. I just saw Julia. She's also here. She had a shoebox, by the way. Put a pin in that. Okay. Put a pin in the shoebox. So um, we're actually here, but because we're practicing social distancing and also because Bradley flew yesterday, uh, Bradley is in a studio across the hall from me. Holly is in the regular studio that she's usually in that is not the same studio I am in. So the only person I can see right now is Holly. But Bradley, I think we're doing okay with anticipating each other's faces. Yeah. Because we're very visual. Like, we actually are locked eyes for much of the show. This is a little bit bizarre to not be able to see you. But um, but this is what we're doing, man. This is the new sort of normal. Yeah, for now. For now, this is what we're doing. And I bet that everybody has a little something that's not normal. And well, that was putting it mildly. I bet that everybody has a lot of not normal in their lives right now. And and I definitely want to just take a little ooey wooey moment to acknowledge that we're all just doing our best right now. It's real weird. It's real weird, but deep breaths. Um, we're gonna get through. Most this. of us listening uh, have the things that we need to to keep moving forward, and um, well, hopefully. 
be letting you know as um, the days go forward of ways that you can help those who maybe don't have the things they need to go forward in this different time. So, um, you know, stay with us because in addition to some laughter, you're going to get some information and, um, you know, we're all doing this together. Um, As in the great, in the words of the great Zac Efron from the epic, epic Disney movie, High School Musical, we're all in this together. Did he say that? I mean, saying it. There's a whole song. song. There's a whole song. I've never seen the movie. Well, I feel like we should probably get that song and play it as often as possible. We can do that. Um, Because it it really is the message of the moment. We're all in this together, y'all. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, speaking of being all in this together, I never watch television in the morning. And for some reason, I turned the Today Show on this morning. And what I saw... Will change your life forever. Well, it'll change it for now. Okay. I'll tell you about the Today Show this morning because it is of the moment. After this on My Talk 1071. All right, you guys. Uh, I don't know if you watched the Today Show this morning, but woo! Feel free to join in the conversation at 651 641 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trader. Hi. Hi. Um, and. When I say live, I mean live and in person. Here we are. And I, this morning, you guys decided, I don't know what got, what came over me. I never watch television in the morning. I'm usually very focused on my routine and mm-hmm. like getting ready for the show. But I thought, boy, I wonder what's happening over at the Today Show. So I turned the TV on and I see sitting at their desk, Hoda Kotb and Savannah Guthrie. Okay. How close are they? Okay, so thank you. That was exactly where I was going. First of all, they have like a large graphic between them that says pandemic. And they appear to be maybe two to three feet apart. Okay. So they're far-ish, but not social distancing distance. Six feet at all times. We have bats. Okay, let's explain that. We are (laughs) carrying bats with us. I have my bat. Do you? Okay, we... When your arm is when your arm is extended, and you have a bat on the end of it, that's three feet. And yeah. if some, the other person has a bat and extends their arm, we're good, man. Then we're at social good social distance. It looks a little creepy though when you walk down a hallway oh, yeah. with a bat. They're probably going to tell us not to do that. They probably who's they? <laughs> I it's don't just know. Us. That's we're the true. Only ones that's here. true. We are the only ones. Jeez, it's going to be like West Side Story. Yeah, right. <laughs> when you're a jet, you're a jet. I'm a shark, actually. I think. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Here's what's happening. I'm watching the Today Show. They're about three feet apart, maybe. It's hard to judge, right, on television. They go on with, like, segments. So they, it's just them and the crew there, and they're sure to say that. They say somebody on the third hour tested positive for coronavirus. So Craig and Al are not there, and they're going to, like, they're doing the whole mapping to figure out if they ever interacted with this person. You guys, Savannah Guthrie looked like she was having... Um, a mid-stage panic attack the whole time. Oh, sure. She had this look on her face like she couldn't believe that she was there. Meanwhile, they've still got guests, and one of the guests is a chef. And he's there to prepare pantry meals. What are pantry meals, you ask? 
Oh, you know who they had? Because I literally, and I'm going to answer your question. Oh, good. But I, I turned on my TV this morning uh, because, and I usually go right to YouTube um, to see whenever it doesn't matter. Um, to watch uh, show like videos about oatmeal, things that call that calm me down. Uh-huh. Yes, mm-hmm. but the first channel that shows up was the Today Show. Oh, so you saw the segment? So I saw. Well, I literally saw like thirty seconds okay. of it until it swapped over to YouTube. But it was, and I can't remember her name right now. But from Bon Appetit, Carl. Carla? Oh, okay. So that might have been a different segment because oh, okay. this was. Um, this was a man, and oh, okay. he was making pantry food, okay. which is food you can make with whatever's in your pantry. Yuck! 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 Anyway, okay, so he he's trying to cook and she's trying to maintain a social distance from him. And it's hilarious because every time he moves to reach, it shouldn't be funny, right? Like I'm but I'm laughing because it is when you're viewing it. Hilarious. It's a whole new world and we're all right. like trying to figure it out on the fly. And I'm watching Savannah Guthrie like have her moment with a camera on her. So every time he reaches for something, if it's in the direction of her, she's like backing away and you can see the camera guy like hanging from the ceiling with like, or the boom mic is like hanging there because she's trying to stay in the frame and the guy's cooking. I mean, it was like, and she looked so uncomfortable. She didn't know what to do with her arms. And again, I'm like, I get you, girl. I get you. And then I feel sad because I'm like, she should not be having to do this today. Well, and, you know, I think part of it's probably because they did learn that another colleague right? had, um, tested positive for uh, the coronavirus. So I think everybody's probably just on a heightened state oh, I of would alert. Oh, I'm freaking all the way out. I do not blame her one bit. Yeah. Which is why we're all in separate studios. That is 100% and true. And that's the beauty of radio. So exactly. you think we're all together, but we're but not. But we're not. Um, let's uh, let's put, get Claire on the line, because uh, what did you watch this morning, Claire? Claire, what were you watching this morning? Okay, so Colleen, it's Tear. Okay. I, I turned on um, Channel 4, and I called because they did everything correct. Oh! They, Moved to New. They moved to Washington because someone in the studio had contracted it. They not only did that; they had a table set up, and the three of them were each six feet apart. I love that. Beautiful thing. I love that. Thanks for calling, Tara. Um, It really is like you really do see how it's changed the community when you watch it on television. Because you start to see how seriously, well, and thank goodness, people are taking it. Can I have a moment to go off on something? Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay, here it comes. Okay. Because I have seen people, and one of the people I've seen do this is Dr. Drew. Oh. And it Ooh. gets me real hot under uh-uh. all my collars. What happened? Mm-mm. The notion that this is all media hype. Mm-mm. I'm putting on hand sanitizer while you tell thank me the story. Thank you. I'm going to tell you a story. I, I And I wrote about this on my Facebook Um, because I just was like, I just want the world to understand when people say like, this is all media. Hey, it's Mike. And I'm so excited to tell you about factors, delicious, ready to eat meals. We're all busy. And with factor eating fresh, never frozen chef crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including calorie smart, Protein Plus and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. 
Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Dive. There's this idea that the media is this amorphous unit. Like we all have a newsletter that we subscribe to that tells us how to incite panic in the community. And I don't quite understand who benefits from that. But that's a story that I've heard people tell. The Our jobs as members of the media is to inform and entertain. And it is a privilege to do so. But we recognize, and I would say the majority of people do recognize what a privilege it is to have this amplifier in our mouths. And I, this idea that the media is this big, scary, amorphous monolith that's making some decision to try to manipulate the public perception of anything is so bizarre to me. Now, I'm not saying that people don't have perspectives. They do. Different entities certainly have perspectives. But the media hype, I think, let's just put it this way. If you go to a bar and they serve alcohol, because that's what bars do, and you drink too much, that is not the bar's fault, and it is not the alcohol's fault. If you go to a restaurant and you eat too much of a delicious meal, that's not the restaurant's fault, it's not the food's fault, and it's not the chef's fault. It is important to have a steady media diet and get media from all different areas and stay away from it when it's not serving you. Yeah, I think right now, especially, people are very much on edge. Mm -hmm. People don't know who to trust. People, a lot of that fear just comes out of, I mean, a lot of that reaction, I should say, comes out of fear and probably panic. And everybody's trying, you know, there are certain, and I think the test really is, look where we were a week ago and look where we are today in terms of the real things that have changed, the real, um, uh, new ways of doing things that have come into being in just a week, mm-hmm. that should tell you something. Right. And what that should tell you is that people are taking this very seriously and we have a responsibility to do the very same thing. Although, bonus, we also get to do that plus have a little bit of fun in the process. And we are going to do that when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show because the celebrities have not stopped behaving badly. Oh, thank God. So we're going to tell you about him. We got a name for him. We're going to tell you about it after this on My Talk 1071. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Mr. D Bag. Orlando Bloom. Oh. I, this, you know what? I am the TMI situation in the world is also something that I think can go the way of 13th floors. Um, Because I did not need to know this, but still, Orlando Bloom wants us to know 
he told the Britons, uh, Britons, the Sunday Times, that he had abstained from uh, relations for six months prior to meeting and dating Katy Perry. Okay. Well, um, why? Well, I'm not really sure, but I do want you to know this. He wants you to know that it wasn't just intimacy with other people that he abstained from. Um, ew. What? Right? He so says he this. He didn't touch himself. He didn't. Yes, he did not, as the divinals say, touch himself. He said, if you want to be serious about a relationship, go celibate for a few months and figure it out. It takes away the idea of going to a party and thinking, who am I going to meet? I was suddenly like, oh, I can have a relationship with a woman that is just friends. What? Okay. What that tells me is that he really struggles with his, his pants. Uh, agreed. Or what's in his pants. Right. Because and I, feel like most, pants. I feel like most people are able to walk through the world that way, but I haven't been single for a long time, so I don't know that I'm necessarily the best subject matter expert. I also kind of wonder, and I'm being very serious about this, if celebrities might have a whole different uh, experience of sex. Um, than, yeah, you yeah, think? Right, because like... They basically can walk into a room Go, and I want to sleep yeah, with you. And anybody like they probably it's full of volunteers. Um, so I, because he makes it sound like it was so difficult, but he did say I was going to do three months, but I was really enjoying the way I was relating to women. Oh my gosh, I can't even read it. It makes me feel gross. <laughs> it does. Well, was, it's also because you see his his wing wing. Because we've all seen right, his wing wing. You'll remember wing-wing. on a, a boogie board or a mm-hmm. paddle board. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he said I was going to do three months, but I was really enjoying the way I was relating to women and to the feminine within myself. Oh. And then he said, the I what? Know what does that, that mean? It means he was in, because you know, wearing men, a dress on the inside. Men just like to have sex and women, maybe, you know, they enjoy closeness. And he was like really getting into that, like emotional closeness. I'm just reading between his lines and his <sighs> dumb way. I just, the logic behind this, it's stupid. It also, sounds like something too thoughtful, like too cute by half. Like right. he sat down and overthought this. Yeah. I'm a right. lady and right. I get horny. I'm you do? Out there. Well, Holly, thank That's you. nasty. Thank you for sharing. That's nasty. During sharing Are you, time. <laughs> I was going to say something. Don't I say it. Don't say it. We are at work. Do I make you horny? Maybe. Oh, no. Um, he does say, he's like, yeah, anyway, he, 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 yeah, he said that he didn't touch himself uh he said completely nothing yeah none of that turn that off also there's see here's the problem i have with that this is like people who say "Mm, i totally gave up coffee i just i wake up so much better and like spare me like there's nothing (laughs) wrong with drinking coffee and there's nothing wrong with touching yourself and i feel like i'm not saying he was saying there's something wrong with it but it's as if by saying you're not doing it, that you are somehow better than someone else. Right. I also think, you know, maybe part of the story that we're not getting here is like, did he have a problem, you know, with like the overindulgence? Yeah. And he's not talking about that. So we don't know. Um, but I don't know. Also didn't want to know any of this. And now I know it. And so now, you know, because that's how we so, do things. Well, and then like when talk. you're a friend of Orlando Bloom's, you're like, so did you touch yourself today? I right? read that article about you. 
Like, no. think about if you had done that, what your friends would say to you. Uh, like, excuse me right now? Well, I think step one is, like, I would have never, if I would have gone on that journey, it would have been a personal journey. Oh, And not apparently. a journey. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, I wouldn't be like, hey, guys, I'm doing this thing. I'm really well, I'm trying to get in touch with the feminine in me. Like, it's so ridiculous. That was the problem. Okay. Right, okay. <laughs> All right. He was trying to get in touch with the feminine and everybody else, apparently. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, there's something about, I don't mind, like, talk about sex. I'm fine with that. I just don't need to get into people's sex life. Also, because I don't, I think everybody's sex life normal is what's normal for them. And hearing about other people's sex lives. Yeah. Um, makes you think that there is a standard of normal. And mm-hmm. I just don't think there is. Yeah. And I, 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 yeah, I just don't think it's a good plan. I'm not subscribing to that plan. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I changed my D bag. Oh, well, I thank you. You're I welcome. mean, that's how sanitary Hygiene. <laughs> Very important in this critical time. Also, I changed it because of this critical time. And I referenced this, I think, during, um, was it a dirt alert, Holly? Dr. Oz? Yeah. Or at the beginning of the show today. So Dr. Oz oh, is my yeah. D-bag. And he usually is. So no surprises there. He's a frequent there. flyer. Now, he's doing, card. he's doing a great thing. <laughs> now serving Dr. Oz. Um, he's talking about some public safe- safety initiatives and talking about like things that you can do in this moment of crisis. And by all means, please continue to do this. However, it's the wording. I saw this headline and I about lost my mind. But then I read and I was like, OK, I'm a little less mind blown, but I still need to address this with Dr. Oz headline. Dr. Oz reveals DIY coronavirus vaccine. It's that powerful. Uh... OK, so if you read the headline. Dr. Oz reveals DIY Coronas vaccine. So maybe I'm taking Fox News a little bit to task. They're the ones who published this headline. Um, Then you read the story about how he appeared uh, on Fox and Friends on Sunday to answer a bunch of questions around the novel coronavirus Mm -hmm. outbreak. And he emphasized the importance of hand washing and social distancing, two things that are totally good to talk about, right? right? We should all be doing this. Wash, yo, Hands. Wash we should hands. start every segment. We should. Have actually, you washed your hands? Actually, you know what? That's your reminder mm-hmm. for the hour. Wash yeah. your hands. Thank you. Um, as cases skyrocket. And he goes, quote, washing your hands alone is probably a 50% reduction in virus transmission. It's a DIY vaccine. It's that powerful. Okay. That so, is a misuse of words. Yeah. So I, I know what he's trying to say, that you can really, truly cut the trans... It is... It is uh, mind blowing how quickly you can, you know, cut down transmission by simple things like hand washing. Yes, in fact, fifty percent, according to Doctor Oz. Right, right. That's powerful. That's not a vaccine. Mm-mm. A vaccine is an entirely different thing. And the thing I worry about in this moment is that we don't need to be confusing people right. with metaphors when it's public health. Right. So, like, if your doctor came out and said, hey, I got this really amazing magical thing that can just destroy germs and kill viruses and make you healthy, you'd be like, oh, okay. Uh, but if it was literally washing your hands, that's not a vaccine. No, that's wa- hand washing. Yeah, that's, that's important, necessary, critical. Right. Will help. Absolutely. Please do it more. But it's not a vaccine and a vaccine. It gives people the idea that like, oh, if it's only washing your hands, that's the problem. That's, I think, kind of the mind bleep about this experience that we're all living through. It sounds like something not that dangerous, but it is incredibly dangerous. And it 
it requires that in this moment, as much buffoonery as we distribute on a regular basis, I'm fully aware there are a few things that I think we can all agree on you should just be pretty black and white about, and that's not using the word vaccine lightly. Agreed, and that's what's so... And this is... Listen, you know what I really find rich is um, that he sat beside Dr. Drew, I believe, on a panel where Dr. Drew was talking about the media, uh, you know, blowing things out of proportion. And then we have um, Dr. Oz using this kind of hyperbole to, to, to describe how to avoid coronavirus. And what you see is exact, like flies exactly in the face of what, what, what yeah. uh, Dr. Drew is saying. I'm, I'm not saying that artfully. No, but, I know what you're saying. But it's like, you know, don't also the media shouldn't be downplaying it. So that's, there's a happy, like I keep saying, I've said this a hundred thousand gajillion times and I'll say it again and again and again and again. There is a happy informed, not happy. There's an informed middle between freaking all the way out and ignoring it altogether. One of the best analogies that I've heard or the ways, uh, the best ways to put this I've heard over the weekend. And trust me, I've spent a lot of time in dark places on the internet paying way too much attention to really just things that I don't need to pay attention to. Don't want to let into your brain. But somebody, the way that somebody put this made total sense to me and I share it with you and pass it along because I think it can be helpful, which is fear is okay insofar as it motivates you to do something. Panic will um, stop you from doing something. And panic is actually dangerous and not helpful. Fear is. And at this moment, if you feel like you're uncomfortable doing something, that's probably a good thing. Meaning, if you're like, oh, that seems like an overreaction, or oh, that seems like maybe a little too severe. It's probably not. It's probably actually the right thing to do. And I'm speaking very generally, so don't take those words literally. Um, It was just a a way that this feeling I feel like we're all having at the same moment. There is a difference between fear and panic. Fear can motivate you to do things like Mm -hmm. make sure you have food in your house, check on loved ones. Are there people with compromised immune systems? Can you help them? Are there things that, you know, you can practically speaking be doing that will help in the event of whatever's coming. Second, if it's just I'm paralyzed on my couch scrolling through Twitter and I don't know what to do, that is panic and that's not helpful mm-hmm. because that's stopping you from actually being productive. Right. So so when people like, you know, again, or the 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 opposite is denial. Um, you know, whether it's panic or denial. Denial is pretending that everything is just being overblown. Well, if that's the case, that would be wonderful. But are you going to bet on that? Right. I don't think we should bet on that. Bradley, you're so wise. Thank you for you? sharing all it's of that. It's a good thing. Yeah, no kidding. It's a good thing. It is a good Thanks, Martha Stewart. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we do have some royal news to share with you. And we'll do that after this on My Talk 1071. Asheville. We got that royal update for you. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. And what's that royal update, Brad? Okay, we've got a couple updates for you because I know your concern in this moment of crisis what the royal are doing. Can we just actually be honest about this before we get to the update? And yeah, I of promise course. you, we're going to. Yeah. What we're doing right now feels very strange. Of course it does. Uh, I'm like, hey guys, guess what's going on with Meghan Markle? Remember when we all cared about her? 
And now we're just like, do I have enough toilet paper? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but here's the thing. If you're on the toilet right now, you need something to distract True. you from what's going on outside. And that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Deep breaths. And I have two stories for okay. you. And the first story is... This, and I found this headline on Cosmo, and I was like, mm-hmm, okay, we need to talk about it. This is why Prince Harry and Meghan Markle didn't bring Archie with them to England. It's so obvious. So obvious. It's so obvious. You know, they recently returned to Canada after their final um, round of official engagements for the royal family. Mm-hmm. And when they showed up, of course, they were without... Archie. Little baby Archie. And a lot of people are like, how dare you leave your child behind in another country? Which don't even get us started. She's done that before, and that's because she's just going to work. But apparently there's a different reason this time. Well, it's so obvious. It's Remember so what obvious. I said? There is a pandemic happening. Ew. And so they didn't, <laughs> didn't want to travel with Archie. And frankly, they didn't need to, because I don't know if you know this, royals are very privileged people. And so privileged people have resources, and those resources included, but were not limited to, Doria Ragland, of course, her mom, and right. whatever other help family and staff they have employed to, to keep the family together. So uh, this is from a, um, a source, I think. I don't... Uh, no, this Works is for me. Yeah, we're, let's pretend it's a source. I it like says, it. according uh, to the source, the decision to leave Archie behind in Canada came not out of petty spite. As some reported, but out of concern for his health during the threat of a global pandemic. Okay, so, which makes duh. perfect sense. But I do just want to like now that you're saying that suddenly I, I don't know why I see it differently. Like I can see why maybe people thought it was rude that they left little Archie at home because he didn't get to go see grandpapa. Yeah, of course. Well, you know, the people are like, they're so mean to their grandparents. How dare they? Mm. Well, I think, you know, um, in this moment, maybe they were on a heightened alert in a way that the rest of us weren't, but should have been. True. Right? True. Um, And speaking of that heightened alert, this headline um, made me go, oh, I guess I hadn't even thought of what's happening with the queen. Oh! Right? Where's the queen? Also, Where's the queen? I'm right here. All eyes on the queen. Okay, cute. All eyes on the queen because you know she's up there. Well, that's what I'm saying. I hadn't even thought about the queen. And of course, the queen who is 93 years young and Prince Philip, who's 1,050 years old. (laughs) At least. And has had like (laughs) nine lives. She, I mean, he can't. might be a cat. I said she, by the way. Um, (laughs) Sorry. Rude. Did you say the crypt keeper? (laughs) You said 1,000 years old. He is. He's 98 years young. Now, they um, they are not quarantined yet, but they they took them to Windsor Castle okay. instead of Buckingham Palace. I mean, if you're going to be quarantined, get quarantined <laughs> in a damn palace. Can you imagine a castle? They're in a castle. Sorry, a castle. They left the palace. Wait, what is the difference between a palace and a castle? Uh, probably size and fancy words. If I you, don't think okay. there's much of a difference. If you I mean, have to ask. You, I'm going to have to study that matter. you don't right. understand. Yeah. Yeah. You're not rich enough, In Colleen. this moment... We don't care. Okay, but still, I mean, I don't no. care. Seriously, be quarantined in a pastel or a cal. <laughs> a pastel or a callus. A callus pastel. You. <laughs> I got one of them on my feet. <laughs> don't quarantine yourself in a callus. That's a quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> Colleen, where's your sound? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not ready. That's a quarantine. Hold on, hold on. Okay, now, now, do- wait. There's an ad I have to sit through. 
Give me a second. It's, it's coming. Okay. It, it's totally no, worth the payoff. It listeners. is. Okay, ready? Go ahead. It's a quarantine. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you know, you could probably just put that on the button bar. No, it's more fun for me oh, to okay. try to get it on my phone. So <laughs> apparently the queen was chauffeured to Windsor Castle on Thursday. This is according to a royal source. She's in good health, but they thought it was best to move her. A lot of staff are panicky over the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Welcome to everyone else. Welcome to life. (laughs) The palace hosts a constant stream of visitors, including politicians and dignitaries from the world. Something tells me that has changed. I would Um, hope so. I I would hope they put the kibosh on that like now. Well, and here's the one thing I will say about the queen. So, you know, people I'm sure are like, I can't believe in this moment you are talking about the queen. (laughs) But think about it. The queen, like her duty... (laughs) <laughs> Tell me more about the queen. You guys, no, she knows she's got enough toilet paper. Um, <laughs> she, her, she is one of those people who daily is meeting with people from all over the world. Like right. She's shaking hands constantly. So, and they even say, you know, she's met a lot of people uh, recently, and she's just weeks away from her ninety fourth right? birthday. Oof. So they just want to keep her out of harm's way. Yes, that makes perfect sense. Thank um, you. Even though Buckingham Palace has a bigger staff, it's just the other states or uh, the other estates that they have are a better location. So there haven't been any specific scares right now. Okay. Um, But, you know. All eyes on the queen. Also, it says the queen's court could also be moved permanently during this crisis. What does that mean? I don't know what that means. She plays basketball? Apparently she has 500 staff members. No, I heard you. I heard you. I heard you. I was Hold trying. Hold on. No, rude. I'm going to give, my... give myself one since I, I You've been I doing that for it. a while. Not like Orlando Bloom. Okay, hey. Rude. Okay. Uh... Hold on. I need to make it louder. I don't know if the world can hear it. There, you there go. we go. Thank you. The palace has around 500 staff. Windsor has 100 and Sandringham a handful. Palace garden parties for 30,000 in May and June are on the brink of being canceled. You think? Okay, I do kind you of... Think? I love the reporting around this. Like, Ugh. like oh, the horror. I'm sorry. Life has been canceled for the rest of us. I mean, people are worried about their actual paychecks. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Or I lives. Didn't mean to bring or it lives, down. right? Yes. Like, again, and I think that's why it's, it's good to know that the queen is on lockdown or should be um, because, it, you know... Just like you don't want your grandparents to suffer unnecessarily, right. I don't want the queen to suffer either. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. That's my update. That's my royal update, guys. I mean, again, I think it's hilarious <laughs> that we're in... It, what a weird day. Wash your hands. Yes, everybody, wash your hands. Also, can I just say this? Yesterday felt a lot better inside my body, and I think it's because the sun was out for part of the day. Oh, Sure. And now there's a snowstorm happening. And there's like a, it's not actually, oh, Bradley, you don't have a window. Let me tell you what's happening outside. Yeah, I'm literally in a bunker. Okay, so everybody who's like, what are they talking about? Usually Bradley and I are in the same room. We do have a window that leads to a room with a window so we can kind of see out the window. Bradley's not in the room with me. We're doing social distancing. So Bradley's in a different studio. I'm in a different studio from Bradley and Holly. I can see Holly. She's in the normal studio. I can see out the window. Holly can see out the window. Bradley, no window. What's going on? Well, it's cloudy, but it's not snowing. Okay, good. So... Do we have a weather forecast, Holly? Yes, your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast, Bradley. Thanks for asking. A little (laughs) rain and snow showers this afternoon with a high of 40. 
looks like they're moving through the north of the Twin Cities right now. But it's going to be damp for the next couple of days. We're going to have sun tomorrow. Thank you. And that's going to be damp. All right. I just feel better when there's a little sun, right? I just like need a little pep in my step. <sighs> and on that note... We're going to pep on and step on out of here. Uh, When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, what is your hand-washing song? Let's make a hand-washing playlist. Some of the celebrities have found really great songs that they like to wash their hands to. We'll share some of those. What's your hand-washing song? 651-641-1071.